we as humans like to always compare things. We compare apples to oranges. We compare who is a better footballer, Messi or Ronaldo. We compare Mercedes to Ferrari and whatnot. In today's IT world, the trending comparison is Kubernetes versus Docker, which is in fact an apples to oranges type of a comparison. And what you should rather compare is Kubernetes versus Docker Swarm because these two compete on a level playing field. My name is Vardhan and I'll be representing Edureka. These will be the parameters I'll be comparing these two tools against. Installation and cluster configuration, GUI, scalability, auto scaling, load balancing, updates and rollbacks, data volumes, and finally logging and monitoring. Now, before I get started with the difference, let me just go back a little bit and give you a brief about Kubernetes and Docker Swarm. Now, first of all, Kubernetes and Docker Swarm are both container orchestration tools. Orchestration is basically needed when you have multiple containers in production and you will have to manage each of these containers. And that's why you need these tools. Okay. Kubernetes was first of all created by Google. Okay. And then they donated the whole project to the Cloud Native Computing Foundation. And uh, yeah, now it's a part of the CNCF open source project. Okay. And since Kubernetes was Google's brainchild, it has a huge developer community and a lot of people who are contributing to Kubernetes. So if you have any errors at any point of time, when you're working with Kubernetes, then you can straight away put that error on uh, github.com or Stack Overflow, and you'll definitely have solutions to those errors. So that's the thing about Kubernetes. And we consider Kubernetes to be more preferable for a complex architecture because that's when the whole power of Kubernetes comes out. So Kubernetes is really strong. Okay. If you're going to use a very simple architecture, maybe an application which has very few services and which needs very few containers, then you're not going to really see the power of Kubernetes. When you have like hundreds of thousands of containers in prod, that's when Kubernetes is actually beneficial. And that's where you see the difference between Kubernetes and Docker Swarm, right? So Docker Swarm, on the other hand, is not that good when you have to deal with hundreds of containers. Okay. So functionality wise, you are pretty much uh, head to head with each other. Okay. So with both, you can set up your cluster. But yeah, Docker Swarm is a little easier and it's more preferable when you have less number of containers. Okay. But whatever it is, if you are dealing with prod environment, then Kubernetes is your solution because Kubernetes will ensure your cluster strength in prod a little more at least when you compare it to Docker Swarm. Okay. And uh, yeah, uh, the Docker Swarm community is unfortunately not as big as the Kubernetes because Google is basically bigger than Docker. And Docker Swarm is again owned by and maintained by Docker Inc. So that is the deal with Kubernetes and Docker Swarm. All right. But never mind the fact that the base containers which are used for these are again Docker containers. So at the end of the day, Docker is definitely going to be a part of Kubernetes and as part of Docker Swarm. It's just what you do after your containers. That's what matters. The container management part. Okay. So anyway, I have uh, given you a good brief about these two tools. Okay. Now let's get down to the functional differences between these two. Let's start with installation and cluster configuration. Now for setting up your uh, cluster with Kubernetes, it's going to be really challenging in the beginning because you will have to set up multiple uh, things. You'll have to first bring up your cluster. Then you have to set up the storage volume for your cluster and then you have to set up your uh, environment and then you have to bring up your dashboard. You have to bring up your pod network and when you bring up your dashboard, you have to do the cluster role binding and all these things. Okay. And then finally you can get your node to join your cluster. Okay. But with Docker Swarm, it's pretty simple and straightforward. You need to run one command to bring up the cluster and one command at the node end for it to join the cluster and two simple commands and your cluster is running. You can straight away get started with deploying. Okay. So this is where Kubernetes falls short. It's a little more complicated, but it's worth the effort because the cluster strength that you get with Kubernetes is way more stronger than Docker Swarm. Okay. So when it comes to failover mechanisms and to recovery in such places, Kubernetes is a little faster. 
and uh, in fact kubernetes will give you more security compared to docker swarm because because your containers are more likely to fail with swarm than with kubernetes so it's not like i'm saying that your containers will definitely fail but if at all they fail then there are more chances of your containers failing at swarm than with uh, kubernetes okay so that's about the cluster strength and if you are really important about your prod environment and if you have a business which is basically running over these containers then i would say your preference should be kubernetes because at the end of the day business and your containers running in prod are more important so the cluster is more important and uh, that's why kubernetes now moving on to the next parameter we have gui now kubernetes wins over here also because kubernetes provides a dashboard over which we can basically control our cluster not just control we can also figure out and get to know what is the status of your cluster and how many pods are running in your cluster how many deployments are there how many containers are running how many services are running and which are your nodes you will have all these details in a very simple fashion so it's not like you don't get all these things with docker swarm you get it with docker swarm also but you don't have a gui over here there's no dashboard where you can visually see everything so you can use the CLI with Docker Swarm and you can use the CLI with Kubernetes also. But it's just that Kubernetes provides you a dashboard, which is a little better. And uh, to our eyes, it's a little more easier to understand when you see graphs, when you see your uh, deployments would say your uh, all your deployments are 100% healthy. When you see some things like that, you will relate to it a lot more and you will like it a lot more. So that's this additional functionality which uh, you get with Kubernetes. So that's where Kubernetes uh, wins over here. And I also want to add another point that with your Kubernetes dashboard, you can easily scale up your containers and you can also control your deployments and make new deployments in a very simple fashion. So even non-technical people can use Kubernetes. But I mean, if you're a non-technical person, then what are you doing with containers? So that's what veterans would say. So seasoned developers would say that, I mean, if you're not technical enough to deal with containers, then you don't deserve to be here. So that is one point which can defend Docker Swarm, but it does not change the fact that Kubernetes makes our life easier. Now, moving on to the third one, which is uh, scalability both kubernetes and docker swarm are very good for scaling up okay so that is the whole point of uh, these tools so when we say orchestration this is the biggest benefit kubernetes can scale up very fast swarm can also scale up very fast but there's a saying that swarm is five times faster than kubernetes when it comes to scaling up that is the uh, point not just kubernetes over here to victory but yeah whatever it is it's scaling up that's what matters since both can do it well and good so the next point is auto scaling now, if I was a salesman, then I would use this whole point of auto scaling as my sales pitch because auto scaling is all about intelligence, right? With Kubernetes, your Kubernetes will always be analyzing your uh, server traffic. And whenever there's a sudden increase in your traffic, your Kubernetes will automatically scale up your number of containers. And then when the traffic reduces, then automatically your uh, number of containers will also be scaled down. So there's no manual intervention whatsoever. I don't need to barge in. So if there's a weekend coming up and if I'm pretty sure that my website is going to get a lot of traffic over the weekend over the Saturday and Sunday, then I don't have to manually configure my deployments for the weekend. Kubernetes will automatically do that for me. And with Docker Swarm, that is a major drawback because uh, you cannot do auto scaling. You will have to do it manually. You can do scaling. It's not that scaling is a big deal, but during emergency situations, it's really important. Kubernetes will automatically analyze that. Okay, you're getting a lot of traffic today and it will automatically scale it up for you okay but swarm is a little different and uh, if there's an emergency and if your containers are running out of the number of services which they can request then they cannot do anything i mean worst case scenario they will just die out so this is where kubernetes wins during these emergency situations because auto scaling is not possible with docker swarm now moving on to my next point which is load balancing okay now with kubernetes 
at times you will have to manually configure these uh, load balancing options okay with docker swarm you don't need to do that because it's automatically done now the reason you should do it with kubernetes is because in kubernetes you will have multiple nodes and inside each node you will have multiple pods and inside these pods you will have many containers now if your service is basically spanning over multiple containers running in different pods then there's this concept of load balancing which you have to manually configure because pods can let all the containers inside them to talk to each other okay but when it comes to managing your load between these pods that's where the challenge comes especially when these pods are on different nodes so you will face times when you will have to manually configure these load balancing and you will have small issues okay but it's not that it's going to be major you can still deal with it but swarm wins it because you have no concept of pods over here you have a swarm cluster in which there are containers so these containers can be easily discovered by others so they use ip addresses and uh, they can easily just discover each other and you're all good and now coming to the sixth point which is uh, rolling updates and rollbacks let's say that these two are very important aspects and uh, these are some of the best features of these two tools now rolling updates is basically needed for any application now be it a software application which is using kubernetes or not whether it's using docker swarm or not any application needs updates so rolling updates is really important because uh, any application would need to have updates to it right any software application any web application it definitely needs updates to its functionality now if your application is basically containerized then at any point of time you don't need to bring down your containers and then make the updates with the help of using these containers the different containers and uh, these pods can be progressively given the updates okay so in kubernetes we have the concept of pods and inside the pods we have multiple containers so in kubernetes what happens is these rolling updates are gradually sent to each of these pods as a whole so all the containers inside the pods will be gradually given these rolling updates with docker swarm you have the same thing but it's a little different because you don't have pods the rolling updates are gradually sent to all the containers one after the other that's the only difference okay rolling updates are gradually sent to different containers in kubernetes and in docker swarm but in kubernetes it's to all the containers within the same pod rolling updates sent one after the other to the different containers in the same pod and when it comes to rollbacks again both provide the same thing you can roll back your changes so if your master at any point of time figures out that your uh, rolling update is going to fail then you have an option of rollback you actually have the functionality in both kubernetes and in docker swarm but the point is there's no automatic rollback in case of your kubernetes cluster if your uh, master finds out that the update is going to fail then it will automatically roll back to the previously stable condition but with swarm the uh, swarm manager will not automatically do it i mean it provides optionality to roll back but it's not automatic that is the only difference between these two so i think over here also kubernetes slightly beats docker swarm okay just nudges ahead of it and now coming to the seventh point which is nothing but data volumes now data volumes is a very key concept because you can have a shared volume space for different containers okay now the conceptual difference between these two is that in kubernetes you have multiple pods and only containers inside that one particular pod can have a shared volume and the difference with your docker swarm is that since there are no pods pretty much any container can share the uh, shared space with other containers so that is the only difference so i don't think i would go ahead and uh, rate these two it's just a functionality and a conceptual difference between these two tools now moving on to the last point logging and monitoring so with kubernetes you have inbuilt tools which does the logging for you and also the monitoring happens so there's a particular directory where you can go and you can read your logs and you can find out where your errors are why your deployment failed why something happened so you can get all those details because it automatically does the logging 
and the monitoring part is used by your master to basically analyze what's your cluster status at all the times what is the status of all your nodes uh, what is the status of the different pods in the nodes are all the containers up and running are containers responsive so kubernetes uses monitoring for all these purposes okay but with docker swarm there's no inbuilt tool and you have to use third-party tools something like an elk right so i've done that before and i've set up elk to work with my docker swarm and it pretty much does the same thing okay so with elk you can collect all the logs you can figure out where the error is and even monitoring can be done but it's just that elk is again not a very easy tool to set up and it's that extra step which you have to do with respect to docker swarm okay so i think that's pretty much the end of the functionalities and the conceptual differences between these two tools kubernetes and docker swarm so my take on this is if you have a very simple application then you would rather be better off with docker swarm and also if you have very few clusters which you are dealing with but if you're dealing with a real prod environment then i would say kubernetes is a better option and also when the containers are uh, many in number when you have a lot of containers then it's easier to work with kubernetes you can just specify the configurations you can say that I need these many containers running at all the times. I need these many nodes which are connected to my cluster and I will have these many pods running in these nodes. And whatever you say, that will be followed by your Kubernetes. So that is why Kubernetes is better in my opinion. So before I end, I would like to talk about the market share between Kubernetes and Docker Swarm. When it comes to new articles or blogs written on these two tools, then Kubernetes beats Docker Swarm nine is to one. For every nine blogs written on uh, Kubernetes, there's one written on Docker Swarm. So that is the difference here. 90% is to 10%. Same thing with web searches. So Kubernetes has you know way more searches, 90% more searches as compared to Docker Swarm's 10% search. And same thing you can say for publications, GitHub stars, and for your GitHub comments. Okay. So Kubernetes pretty much wins on every term here, and it's way more popular, and it's way more used, and it's uh, probably more comfortable. And uh, if you have any problem at any point of time, you have a huge community which will help you out with all the replies, right? Of whatever your error is. So if you want simplicity, I would say go for Docker Swarm. But if you want cluster strength and if you want to ensure high availability in your prod, especially, then Kubernetes is your tool to go for. But however, both are equally good and they are pretty much neck to neck on all grounds. And this was a statistic which I picked up from Platform 9, which is a very famous uh, tech company, right? So they write about tech. Thank you and happy learning.